You're listening to Canary Crime Flyby. Food for thought from a place of faith. Hey everybody and welcome to Canary Cry Radio. My name is Basil. And this is Gons. You've been away for a while. This is a flyby just to let you guys know that we're still live and yes. here. Uh-huh. Um, what have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Other than our disagreement. Uh, <laughs> well, I you know, most of that is classified and um so I'll, I, I won't really delve into my uh, extracurricular activities so far because, it, uh, you know, they affect the course of history and um, also changing the past. But, you know, it's been a while since we've put out anything on the air and it's, you know, it's had a lot to do with you moving. It's had a lot to do with me being out in time and space, but mostly it's because we've been having a terrible disagreement Yes, and, and so basically Basil pretty much was able to complete his time machine that he's been working on for a few years now. He did a little uh, you know, extra discussion with Standeo and, and he you know, was able to give him a little insider information on how to put this thing together. So, so, so yeah, go, go ahead. Explain what, what's, well, what's going on Well, I don't think here. we really need to get like really deep into our dirty laundry. I don't think we need to air it out to everybody here. I, th- I think we owe it to people just to let them know why they haven't heard anything from us. And I just want to say that on the subject of time travel, some people feel that it's unethical or dangerous to um, go back and try to change the past or bring figures from the past into the future. Look, have we not learned anything from Back to the Future? Well, I mean, I think my experience and our experience, and I know you were moving, so like you couldn't quite house Napoleon and Socrates when I brought them back and wanted to like um, have some (laughs) shenanigans with them, and I didn't have any place to keep them, and they kind of escaped. Especially since I downsized, you know, I'm downsizing, so it's it's been, uh, you know. A little bit difficult to hide anything, put anything, right. any, any any of your, your shenanigans. Exactly. But everybody should feel um, rest assured that everybody is back home in their place in history and uh, little to no irreparable damage has been caused by uh, my exploits. And we're just going to move on. We're just not going to talk about it. We're not going to think <laughs> about it. And, you know, we've all learned a little bit from this. And um, would we even know? know- you know, maybe Socrates wasn't really named Socrates, but in this timeline, now that you've affected it, you the know? only the only person who really knows the effects that have uh, taken place is me. <laughs> and you know, I'm just I'm just gonna apologize for, you know, I'm just not even gonna get into it. Well, but... you don't need to apologize if nobody knows <laughs> exactly what you're apologizing so, for. There you go. The world is exactly the same to all you people, and um, to me, you know, it's only slightly more complicated so okay (laughs) all right so let's move on so So here we are we're just letting you know we're here we apologize for the extreme amount of time that we have gone without releasing anything and we let you know that it wasn't because we were being lazy per se we were just um you know yeah there's there's a lot going on and and i've been relaying some of the things going on on facebook and yes, you've been very good at that yeah i've been trying to keep people informed that are part of the facebook community and if Mm -hmm. you're not there go ahead and your new, your new in closet um, recording <laughs> setup. Yep, I'm I'm standing in front of my closet. 
Right. Oh, that's actually a good plug. So everybody, if you want to know actually what's going on with Canary Cry Radio, you should go follow us on Facebook. And if you don't have a Facebook, you should just go make one and just specifically follow us. And it can just be your little portal to Canary Cry Radio, the inside workings, mostly as seen by Gons. But occasionally I uh, chip on there. And, occasionally. Yeah. I every, mean, I, Every once in a while. Well, I obviously... Like never... <laughs> Obviously, people know that you're the one doing most of the posting, but I'm I'm on there looking around once in a while. I always post stuff, and then you'll tell me like, "Hey, you know, you should just make it clear that it's you." <laughs> you know, and I'm like, um, "I'm the only person that does um, anything on there." Excuse me, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> I think that um, you're you know, very adamant about that. You, I, you need to no, make it clear that, that was a that one-time thing. <laughs> And I just, people think that they need to be able to make a connection with who's telling them what on the internet. Sure, of course. Because, I mean, you say a lot of things that uh, obviously people would be like, I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about. Let's (laughs) let's just move on. This has gotten too complicated. Yeah. So so anyway, we, yeah, there's pictures there of, of my setup, my little closet setup now. Oh, the video. There's a video. Somebody found me in a claw machine. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Johnny Iron. Johnny Iron found a uh, found a little image of Basil in in a claw machine. After we, Basil, dude, Canary Cry Radio. We're we're coming back. We're we're almost back to San Diego from the conference, and we found you in a in a grabbing machine. Look at you. Oh, Basil. That's a nice boy. Oh, he's a nice boy. Wait a nice boy. Is a stuffed animal. And somebody brought up this idea of having Basil and Gon's bobbleheads, and Ooh. that would be um, that would be a sign of making it, Basil. That would be <laughs> that would be like the standard of of making it. So I guess, yeah, I'm sure that this just brings it to a whole new level. Yeah. So if there's any bobblehead manufacturers or designers out there, um, they're just looking for the new big thing in the bobblehead community. Go ahead and send us an email. Sure. Um, okay, so let's get on. You had a you had a story you wanted to uh, address here. Well, I mean, a couple things. Uh, first off, uh, as Canary Cry Radio, we've been talking about doing the milk episode. We have been working actually, despite our lack of posting, we've been working on an episode on near death experiences, and we're not we don't usually tell people you know beforehand what episode we're doing, but because it's been so long, you know, I might as well just spill the beans. And if you've been Connected with us through social media, you've probably um, seen some of those things. But we we have an NDE episode planned. Um, we have taken steps with um, recordings of certain things that will be included in the episode. So stay tuned for that. What's wrong? You're boring me. <laughs> but it's I'm not about so you, bored man. By this. Okay, everybody. Oh, by the way, if you've had a near-death experience, go ahead and send us an email. Um, you know, we'd like to hear your story and um, perhaps uh, address it on the show. Yes. Yes, and also milk. I don't know if you've had it. I don't. I don't know if you yeah. have some exciting story with some sort of. Yeah, I've been trying to get Basil to do this milk episode for like three months i'm like yeah, hey man say, it's been let's hard do for me the to milk get episode and you were like uh milk uh. yeah and you do your little thing uh, i don't anyway. know it's just me milk doesn't excite me very much yeah but you haven't looked at this like 30 page document that i've put together for the episode that's not true i've looked at it oh and you still think it's boring 
No, not anymore. Anyways, oh. we're getting into this whole thing again. I just, we just need to go. All right, all right, all right. okay. So um, I'm working also on a, a video for Heaven and Hell. So, so that's I, that's something that I've looked into for a while now, but I'm trying to piece it together. So there's some sort of video out there on it. There's a lot of confusion on that topic. So I wanted to make that video. And then also I've been looking into a bunch of stuff about the Secret Space Program, just because uh, there's a conference happening at the end of June, uh, in San Mateo mm-hmm. and it's, um, it's a secret space program conference. It's hosted by Henrik Palmgren of red ice radio and, um, you know, Richard Dolan and, and a few others will be there, uh, secular researchers, but, um, interesting stuff. Nonetheless, uh, I was actually looking at some majestic 12 documents last night, alleged, you know, recovered documents from the majestic 12, which was very fascinating. So very fun. I'll probably, you know, after I consume a lot of that stuff, I will, you know, regurgitate all that on some some sort of media. Age of Deceit, I've released the soundtrack, so if you guys want to check out the audio ambiance stuff that happens in the first film, Age of Deceit, Fallen Angels, and the New World Order, you can check that out on iTunes, Amazon, and all kinds of places. And, yeah, let's move on. Yeah? Yeah. You've got all your plugs in there now? Got my plugs... So, uh, here's the thing. We have yet another politician um, calling for a new world order, sort of going unnoticed. Um, You know, we've had many large politicians in the past that have put the call to a new world order into one uh, speech or another in their lifetime. And now, uh, good old old Biden's jumped on the train. Yep, the vice president was uh, speaking at, I believe it was uh, Air Force graduation ceremony to the cadets telling him that we need to create a new world order and you know of course that's uh it's always good for the uh, military folk you know they had to lay the foundation for a new world order yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so there you go that's that's some news that's our one piece of news (laughs) on this this flyby there you go Uh, all right so the main thing that we wanted to talk about today and, and it's not really even that big of a deal but it's an interesting sort of thing i found it interesting just because it had to do with a band called as i lay dying I've actually seen this band live, uh-huh. and they played uh, the same song three times to because they were doing like a video shoot. Wow! And uh, I don't know if you've seen a band play the same song three times, but like in a live performance. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, we're gonna sh- play this again for the video. So go even crazier than last time. And then yeah. you know, they went into the song, and then they were like, all right. We're going to do it one more time. Yeah, video killed the radio star. I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, that's annoying. Yeah, but anyway, so, so you know, I didn't even know about this whole story, but apparently the singer of the band, Tim Lambesis, I think is how you pronounce his name, was arrested about a year ago because he tried to set up a, a hit on his ex-wife. Right. Basically, like, you know, a mafia-style hit. 
We should start out by mentioning that As I Lay Dying was a, allegedly a, a Christian band, is that right? Yeah, so there was this whole movement out here. It started with a band called Zayo. I don't know if you've heard of Zayo. Oh, well. I know Zayo. Okay. <laughs> actually, I, I have spent some time with one of the guys. Yeah, actually, I, I had too. And he, yeah. he went away after a while. But I was gone. Yeah, but um, yeah, so Zayo was his band out here in Orange County that... Um, they they were a hardcore band, but they were Christian. You know, they were like very very hardcore breakdowns and all this stuff. They're one of the first hardcore Christian bands, which now there are a miasma of hardcore <laughs> Christian bands. But yeah, so so it's kind of a trend that happened uh, early 2000s, I would say. Uh, it kind of carried through that first decade there, and then it's still kind of around. But uh, so it was a thing. And as I lay dying was one of those bands that you know jumped into that christian you know they're not exclusively christian sounding because they're not like a worship band you know it's supposed to be christians who are in a band you know that kind of thing right so anyway so the singer did an interview with the alternative press that just hit the wire a few weeks ago and basically you know talked about his all these issues that he had and you know he he had been uh, he got addicted to steroids and, and there's all kinds of stuff with his ex-wife and all kinds of drama uh but the part that i found interesting was that uh, a couple things about a month before his arrest he had a, a side project uh tim lambesis had a side project called pyrithion And fans were saying that this new project was satanic. So Tim went on YouTube, on his YouTube video, and said that, oh, of course it's not satanic. I'm a Christian. Why would I do that? Well, the, the reality was he had actually walked away from Christianity. He had considered himself an atheist by that point. And uh, he didn't want to, you know, disappoint the fans, so to speak. And so, you know, he kind of played it off like, oh, no, it's not satanic and all this. But some of the things he says about just his whole persona of being that, you know, having that label of Christian band were very interesting to me. And um, so, you know, I don't want to read the entire, the the article's like four pages long. Right. But there was a couple interesting quotes in there. Uh, He says uh, at one point, a lot of Christian parents said, yes, you can buy this As I Lay Dying CD because they're a Christian band. They don't even think to actually check the lyrics. So when you change your views, you kind of owe it to the fans, to be honest. And right. uh, and then he goes on and talks about the, the Pyrithion lyrics. And basically, he was just trying to put out a fire and say that, you know, I'm not a Satanist. When in reality, he was actually an atheist. Uh, he had bought into the, the four horsemen of the new atheism, you know, uh, Hitchens and Dawkins. And who are the other guys? Sam Harris and who the other one? Satan? <laughs> was it Satan? Is he one of them? Uh, I think it's Daniel Dennett, but... Close, oh, okay. close enough. All right. Um, but anyway, so, you know, it just kind of jumped out at me like, whoa, so these guys are, because I knew they were kind of a Christian band, sort of not worship band, but a Christian band. Right. And so the interviewer asks, there are bands out there right now playing Christian festivals, cashing the Christian check, uh, Christian checks, selling CDs in the Christian stores who are not Christians. Right. Maybe, maybe one or two guys are, but most of them aren't. They will rationalize it either by saying, I want this check, or, well, one guy still is, or worse, I know of one band who says, well, we don't want to let our fans down because we love them so much. 
And his response is, we toured... This is Tim Lembesis talking. We toured with more Christian bands who actually aren't Christians than bands that are. In 12 years of touring with As I Lay Dying, I would say maybe 1 in 10 Christian bands we toured with were actually Christian bands. Right. I actually wasn't the first guy in As I Lay Dying to stop being a Christian. In fact, I think I was the third. The two who remained kind of stopped talking about it, and then I'm pretty sure they dropped it too. We talked about whether to keep taking money from the Christian market. We had this bizarrely noble thing like, well, we're not passing along any bad ideas. We're just singing about real life stuff. Those right. kids need to hear about real life because they live in a bubble. Yeah. So, I mean, well, it kind of speaks to that whole, I mean, it's a really good business model. I mean, you think of Christian kids, especially younger ones where they're getting into music. They're just sort of discovering the values that music can give your life. And, you know, aside from the music, their parents play in the car on road trips and things like that. And it's a, it's a really good market because you can kind of like build this crazy loyalty. Like these kids aren't allowed, thankfully, to listen to Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus or something like that. Or even if they're into hardcore, I mean, basically, if you're a hardcore band and you're not Christian, you're basically Satanist yeah. <laughs> or something similar, Yeah, you know? And so it's like... Uh, it's a very, very strong loyalty that gets built just because of how small the market is. And if, even if you're not Christian and you can just like be kind of Christian enough to get into the Christian uh, music stores and bookstores and things, then it's like, I don't know, you have a very endorsed sort of business model. Yeah. And we've seen sort of, and of course this made me wonder how many, and then of course these guys are promoting themselves as Christian, but, and, and they're, again, as I said, they're not a worship band, but there's a lot of really popular worship bands out there, you know, that are really popular selling out stadiums and stuff like that. And and it just made me wonder like how many of those guys yeah. are actually not Christian. And of course right. it reminded me of, um, and, and we're not endorsing this show, but there was uh, a, it is hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty funny. There's a show called South Park that yes. had an episode and, and I saw this well before I was a Christian, which is interesting, but there's an episode where uh Cartman, one of the main characters there, uh starts a band called Faith Plus One to basically make money. Wait a minute. That's it. Inspiration, you guys. Don't you see? See what? Our band should play Christian rock. Christian rock? Think about it. If we just play songs about how much we love Jesus, all the Christians will buy our It worked for Creed. I don't want to be in a stupid Christian rock band. You just start that way, Stan, then you cross over. It's genius. You're not serious and you're a detriment to the band. Oh, yeah? I will bet you ten bucks that if I start a Christian rock band, I can get a platinum album before you guys do. You're on, fat boy. Okay, fine. Ready? First one to have a platinum album wins. Go. <laughs> our first album cover. Don't ever leave me, Jesus. I couldn't stand to see you go. My heart would simply snap, my lord, if you walked on out that door. I promise I'll be good to you and keep you warm at night. Jesus, 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 why don't we just shut off the light? K-Tel Records presents the most inspirational Christian rock band in the world, Faith Plus One. Featuring the very best in good, wholesome Christian music. 
Oh Lord, you are my savior. You know I miss you so much when you are gone. With great inspirational songs like I Wasn't Born Again Yesterday. Yes, I may be born again, but I wasn't born again yesterday. The CD is filled with instant classics. Who doesn't remember? The body of Christ, sleek swimmer's body all mustered up and toned. Body of Christ, oh what a body, I wish I could call it my own. You won ten, two times, three times my savior. This album is not available in stores and limited quantities are available, so order now. Boys, in recognition of over one million records sold, the Christian recording industry is pleased to present you with this Murr album. Thank you, Ray. Murr album? I thought albums went either gold or platinum. No, no, in Christian rock, our albums go gold and frankincense and myrrh. Congratulations! Ha! Our bet was that you would get a platinum album, not a Murr album. I don't owe you anything, fat boy. Do you mean to tell me I can never get a platinum album with a Christian rock band? No, but you can go double Murr. Yeah, and the, well, yeah, and the whole premise was exactly that, which is Christian bands can make so much money, and you know, you you really just got to jumble a bunch of Christian words together and sentences, and then <laughs> just put Jesus on there, and... put Jesus, just say Jesus a lot, and then yeah. like you just automatically make a whole ton of money, which we are now discussing is not that far from the truth, which is unfortunate. Yeah, uh, but it makes for a, kind of a funny television episode, I guess. <laughs> it does, but it's kind of sad and sort of scary to think that you you know you let your kids listen to whatever music you know. Oh, it's safe because it's Christian or it's worship or whatever. Right. And you really don't know who's behind that, you know. Right. And I guess I wouldn't really I wouldn't really say that it's not safe. I, I don't know. There's this whole concept of separating the art itself from the artist. Sure. You know, you you got to think like well. I mean, I get this song does say Jesus is cool and it does have a lot of good messages in it. And you got, you know, even non-Christian bands have good life messages and things like that that are positive and not overtly satanic. Um, It's a platform that the, the individual band members, so to speak, will have to, you know, to answer to God, so to speak, you know, in their own sort of uh, relationship or lack thereof with uh, with God. But this, the kind of things that come out of this, which is the, the next part of the interview that I thought was interesting, was that uh, uh, the interviewer asked, what happened when a kid asked to pray with you? So you got to understand, you know, they're promoting themselves as a Christian band and they're walking around, they're, you know, they're idols basically to kids, right? These kids pretty much love, you know, love them because they can keep their Christianity and have seven, eight timing hardcore breakdowns too, you know? (laughs) Like... I remember one Christian festival where an interviewer wanted one of the guys to share his testimony and he just froze up and let one of the guys who was still a Christian at the time answer the question. We laughed about it afterward, but we were only laughing because it was so awkward. When kids would want to pray with us after shows, I'd be like, um, go ahead and pray. I would just let them pray. I'd say, amen. If praying while I have my hand on their shoulder makes them feel better, I didn't want to take that away from them. When they would specifically ask me to pray for something, I'd say, I don't really like to pray out loud, but I'll take that with me on the bus. Huh. 
you know, it's interesting. Yeah. So it's an act. <laughs> I don't right. know if I can, yeah. if I was, if I was this guy, I, I, I don't know how I would be able to live with myself. And it sort of makes sense why he got into, you know, the whole story is that he got into weightlifting and he got addicted to steroids and, and, you know, uh, and then eventually he was arrested because he was trying to murder his wife or whatever. So. Yeah, he's obviously, obviously got a myriad of problems. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, there's a lack of cohesion when it comes to that. I mean, you're, you're living, I mean, and it's something we all deal with in sort of a spiritual way, living one way and, and having thoughts in another way. But what are you saying, Basil? I'm just what saying. What thoughts do you have that I'm are... I'm just saying we all struggle. And if you deny yes. it, you're lying. Yes, you're right. You're right. It's true. And, but I, I, I to hear that it doesn't surprise me. This really doesn't surprise me. I don't think no. it surprises a lot of people. No. Um, just given the sort of corrupted nature of the music industry in general, you yeah. know, with a music industry that is so already corrupt and so... Uh, morally lacking in so many ways. I mean, of course, if they're going to do what they did to Miley Cyrus or Justin Bieber, they need to break into other markets. And really, the Christian market is exactly that. It's a market. It's a very loyal market. And it's one where if you can gain traction, it's really uh, is a good place to make some money. Sure. And I think that's what's happening here. And I don't think it surprises anybody, but it really makes you think twice before you start getting into, you know, I don't know, letting your kids listen to certain music. And I mean, I don't know if you're one of those people who want to control that, then that's something to keep in mind. But on the other hand, it's going to be kind of hard to tell what's uh, what's going to work or what's n not going to work for you. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say, yeah, it's not a surprising thing. You know, when I was reading this, it was more like, wow, the, he's just straight up saying it. You know, it's, I, it's the fact that he was so honest about it right. was, was pretty... I think it must be more awkward for the guys in those bands who actually are Christian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah people, how do you deal with that? You know, right? like, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I would even deal with that. Just like, here I am in a Christian band doing the Lord, the Lord's work, um, with all these atheists around <laughs> me, helping me out. And it's, you know? and it's, it's, it is that trap too, that you see not just in music, but just all kinds of Christian labeled things of, you know, you're making the money, right? You're making right. tons of money doing this. Uh, you're getting the adoration and all kinds of, uh, all the things you'd want. Um, yeah. but it must be, you know, it would be a tough place for anybody. Yeah. Um, not and even I mean, a Christian, you know, if, if you're not genuine in, in who you are up front, it, it would be difficult for anybody, I think, to stick right. with it for too long. Right. Yeah. And you think about it and you, th you know, it's definitely, it's definitely a deception. Like there's no way past that. Like, um, I mean, it's definitely a manipulative thing to do. I mean, at that point, you're bit, you're serving mammon, you're doing it for the money, you're um, doing all the making, you know, oftentimes there's idolatry involved uh, yeah. as we Americans love to celebritize things and then worship those things. Like, like Basil and Gon's uh, bobbleheads. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's our <laughs> own version of um, what's going on. So, but <laughs> in the other hand, Basil and Gunn's bobbleheads coming soon. Everybody pre-order <laughs> now. Um, no, but 
you know, I mean, I don't know. It's a very complicated situation and yeah. I don't have any kids. I don't know what I would do. I mean, when I was younger, I was, I was super in, I mean, the, the whole golden age of the Christian hardcore band or the Christian screamo band was like right in my high school years. Yeah, me too. So well, it's a like, little bit, a little bit, little bit uh, before, but yeah, sure. But, it, but it's like, and I'm sure, and it, uh, there was definitely a part of me that was like, oh, I'm listening to this band. It's so awesome. I'm allowed to listen to them that they're, they're Christian enough or, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they're Christian enough for me to, in a Christian setting, to be allowed to listen to them. Yeah. But a part of me was always like, you know, they could be a little bit more Christian or just there's something fishy about this or even going to some of those music festivals. I remember going to some music festivals and through just certain circumstances, getting close to the bands or hanging out with them or, you know, hanging out in their tour bus and stuff and actually meeting them and hanging out with them outside of watching them on stage or listening to them on my iPod. I was like, oh, not that they were like doing drugs and like doing bad things. It was just like they're way more. You guys are like normal people at my high school. Like you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not. They're not going back uh, to their tour buses and opening their Bibles and right and, exactly. and, and having group sermons. Right, exactly. Yeah, and you know, on one hand they're allowed to be normal people. They don't have to be saints really as much as we would like our role models to be saints, but you know, it was just strange. Yeah. And it's almost, you know, it always, it's almost forced to like, imagine going back to the tour bus and okay, let's open our Bibles to, you know, like I, that's ideal, you know, that's going to ideal right. sort of setting. But if anybody did that in that setting, it, I can just picture it just being like, Oh, well, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of what you imagine people doing. I mean, maybe not so much the hardcore screamo bands, although maybe some of you see that. But like, I don't know. What was the one band? My mom always made me listen. Not made me, but <laughs> play, playing in her car was the band. I think they were called Avalon Five, you know, uh, or something like that. Just a really, really kind of white bread kind of, um, just like poppy sort of Christian fivesome group that I just imagined like they would <laughs> go back to the, the tour bus or something and then just sit in a circle and pray <laughs> and share their favorite verses with each other. So I don't know. That's just sort of what you assume is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, um, you know, there's a radio station called air one that's getting pretty popular. Oh, and, getting? Are you kidding me? They're insanely huge. Well, yeah, they're, yeah they, I guess they've been around for a while and they're big. Yeah. But, but the, you know, and I used to, I listened to it once in a while, you know, with, with my daughter in the car and stuff like that. But we, we, we don't necessarily get into the songs because a lot of them are just, there's a couple songs on there that are... You know, it's like Miley Cyrus without the Satanism. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yeah. 
but um but there's which, a <laughs> which i mean miley cyrus with the satanism <laughs> is pretty terrible but yeah i get your point but there's there's like bands that do their songs are just like okay because uh, for here's an example i used to be a, a fairly big lincoln park fan I and mean, lincoln park's like a huge band right they're just ridiculous and you know i had a chance to meet chester and a couple of the guys like before they got ridiculously huge right and i was the guy like you guys are so awesome man you guys are gonna be huge and and it was true i'm a prophet wow um <laughs> and that's actually kind of a funny story that i don't want to tell right now okay um it was a really awkward setting that we met but anyway so you know they're very popular and you know they did the whole sort of rap rock thing you know mm-hmm. kind of poppy metal rock and so there's a there's a band right now on Air One that's that's you know their song plays pretty often, and I can't remember the name of the band right now, but it's it, that's unimportant. So the, their song it's literally like a straight ripoff of Linkin Park. <laughs> I mean it's it's ridiculous to the point where every time I hear it, I think it's the Linkin Park song, even though I know it's not. Right, you know, it's that bad. I'm thinking what like what where's even the creativity part you know you talked about separate the creativity and all this it's not even that it's just right. like taking taking the formula of the music that's popular right exactly. and sells and then just literally changing the lyrics right and it kind of goes back to that south park episode yeah. where it's like you know you, we always make fun of secular songs i do especially just whenever they come on it's all like oh, put your hands in the air we're partying having a good time i just want to live my life <laughs> like all this stuff which is like but there's such a christian version of that that you don't even need to be christian to like really create something you know like <laughs> jesus is awesome i put him in control of my life and also life is hard but jesus is always there for me <laughs> you know and then boom you get like you get on a christian radio there's a, there's a band called leland i'm sure you've heard of leland maybe i don't know they, they had a couple popular songs or whatever uh-huh but they were um they had a song at one point that talked about like, walking together holding hands oh it's just you and me jesus holding hands with jesus on the beach and walking down <laughs> i mean it was like what <laughs> like somebody what just gr- grew up with that uh the footprints on the beach <laughs> like <laughs> thing hanging up in their kitchen or something and they're like we need to write a song well what do you know about christians well uh, a, uh there's something about a beach and jesus i guess jesus is your friend or something so uh <laughs> You know, uh, not to say that Leland is not Christian or they're faking it, but I'm just saying that yeah. just how easy it well, is. Well, speaking of uh, some decent Christian music, uh, just okay. just to throw it out there, yeah, there, is, probably do that. there is a group called Destiny Lab mm-hmm. that plays hip hop. And actually, you know, they've been on View from the Bunker. They've been around for a while. It's, uh, I believe Derek Gilbert sort of described it as if Mike Heiser and Dr. Future and Chuck Missler and... You know, a few other people in that niche, so to speak, if they started a hip hop group like that, that's that's what they rap about. You know, they have the song called really Time funny. recently and they have, you know, they, they've rapped about like, you know, theosophy. And- this song serves as a 
represent all the same thing the serpent said? Look in Genesis chapter 3 verse 6 It depicts exactly the same conflict Feel this trick inflicted by the sick and wicked Invented, presented like a light transcendent But it's dark demented, it just pretended Depending on beliefs, what you just expected See how a rose has thorns and thistles? They hide among the truth to avoid the signal They muddy the water with disinformation Persuading so many without a foundation Some people like to listen to Ike and Sitchin Jordan Maxwell and Tessarian It seems these people are on the same mission Deny what's Christian, seek secret wisdom Tied to the lies in the movie zeitgeist Lost to deny the existence of Christ I defy you to find any truth to that logic Go ahead, just rewind it and pause it Study their sources, they're all Masonic Elite Illuminati seem to be behind it They know the public will buy any fraud That tries to deny the existence of God the Nephilim and the Sons of God and the Alien Deception and it's right. it's really cool it's it's neat stuff and um, so I would definitely just want to plug them uh, yeah. while we're talking about all this music stuff right do you okay. have any uh, good Christian you or know, at least Christian to, on the surface to be completely honest and uh, you know I guess this is just sorry to disappoint anybody here but I actually don't listen to a whole lot of Christian music I mean I li- obviously worship music is a whole nother thing but as far as like christian (laughs) recreational christian music goes (laughs) um not so much i'm kind of been out of the scene um but what i what i personally my personal uh music choice in this part this chapter of my life i'm really into um like really really down home folk music like like um, straight up americana and i'm not talking about like lumineers or like some, one of those like things modern, i'm talking about the modern cuz right now it seems like what's popular is that like folky yeah it's neo folk is what it is but i've really gone back to like some of i mean i'm talking about like a guy with a banjo and <laughs> and like <laughs> playing and just shouting into a tin can um but i like it because you know it's very americana and in so it is um it kind of goes back to like the original sort of innate christianity that was part of the beginning of america you know what i mean yeah and so they'll be singing about you know i don't know making moonshine and losing losing the love of their life and then you know, always, always talking about God and Jesus in those songs, mm-hmm. you know, as it relates to their situation. And for me, that has become a lot more, it's a lot more authentic to me. Yeah, more genuine. It's just, right. It's just, a lot it's more real. genuine. It's, I mean, it kind of reminds you of the songs of the Old Testament, which is, yeah. things are going really bad right now. Uh, my enemies surround me on all sides. And, uh, oh, but God is the one who holds me in his hand. And, you know, I really don't understand what's going on at all. And I don't understand God uh, as he applies to this situation. But I know that he's there and that he's the only thing I can count on. You know, so good stuff. Well, we, we, we really... We've been, uh, and I, I think we mentioned this at some point in one of the earlier episodes, but I've wanted to do an episode on worship music just in general for a, a really long time. But again, it's one of those episodes that just, it, it's going to take up way too much time. We've already taken it. This flyby has become pretty much, you know, 
that discussion in some sense. But mini episode, yeah. But uh, yeah, we wanted to give you guys something to to listen to from before you forget about us. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, with as far as music, I don't even really listen to that much music anymore. <laughs> to be honest with you, right? I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time. Like, music to me is now like a nostalgic thing. You know, I'll hear <laughs> like I'll hear something on the radio. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I was 13 when I heard "Fade to Black" from Metallica, and I was like. Yes, my life is so dark like this song. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like that. You know, like, man, I was so stupid when I was younger. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you really, really were. Thanks. I uh, appreciate the uh, <laughs> I mean, encouragement. I'm just, I'm just giving, uh, just so everybody knows, you're not lying about that. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you some credibility. Okay. Um, okay, so there you go. There's a little bit of rambling for everybody to think about. You know, uh, do you, do some research, everybody. Kind of look into some of those bands that you're listening to or maybe your kids are listening to. And, uh, you know, let us know what you find. Post it on uh, Canary Cry Radio dot com or maybe even our facebook like i said facebook like yeah follow us and uh of course you guys have been pretty diligent until we stopped making episodes for a month uh on itunes i believe we're up to 150 reviews maybe more oh yeah that's um, nice and we definitely appreciate that we definitely a shout out to all of our monthly supporters who have been so gracious and helping us out yes and um yeah, what else? There you go. No, you know, I think that's it for now. I think we've rambled enough, and uh, we'll get at you with a, with a long, full episode here soon. So stick around. Keep checking back. Talk to us. Say what's up. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right, everybody. There you go. That was Canary Cry Radio. Make sure to tune in next time. And until you do, think outside the cage. Jesus is all awesome. Jesus is all awesome. Jesus is all awesome.